0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Growing With Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. Oh my gosh, I have so much to catch you guys up on. So if you're new to the podcast and you don't listen frequently, I have been gone for like the past week and a half. I usually post an episode once a week, and I've been trying to do two times a week, but I haven't posted a new episode because I recently just ordered a new microphone. I have one now, but it's kind of lower quality, to be honest with you guys. It was the first one that I got when I like just started the podcast. And I wanted to upgrade so that the sound quality would be more crisp and it would sound better, especially for headphone users. I know a lot of you guys have DM'd me and you've said that you listen to my podcast on the way to school or in the gym or on walks. So I thought it was about time to upgrade. There's a lot of things that I plan on upgrading for the podcast, but I've noticed that the one I have now, it catches a lot of background noise and you can hear literally everything. Like the one episode, you could literally hear my dog snoring in the background. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, this cannot keep happening. So the new one that I ordered, it's supposedly really good quality, but it won't connect to my computer. The sound is either like really choppy and it cuts out or there's no noise at all. So I have no idea if it has something to do with the microphone itself. I don't know if it got damaged when it was being shipped. Like, I don't know if they dropped it or... If they weren't handling it properly, I probably should have just, like, gone to Best Buy and got one instead of ordering it on Amazon and having it shipped. (laughs) So that was probably on me. Or, like, I don't know if it has something to do with my computer. Like, I don't know where the problem is stemming from. And... I'm pretty good with technology. I've always been good with like computers and phones, but when it comes to stuff with wires and hooking things up, I have no idea what I'm doing. This is why I've been like holding back from starting a YouTube channel because just the thought of hooking up all the lighting and the camera and the microphones, I would have no clue what I'm doing. So I was messing with it all of last week, and I still couldn't get it right, so I just decided to record this episode on my old microphone because that one was so easy to set up. I had no issues with that one, and I don't know if I'm just going to return the new microphone that I got and try a different one out, or if I can hopefully figure out how to set it up, that would be great, but... It was delaying me from posting for so long, and I didn't want to wait even longer to get this episode up. I already had it drafted and everything, I just wasn't able to record it, so... I was just like, whatever, I'm just gonna use my old microphone for now. That's why the sound quality is not incredible. But (laughs) yeah, if you follow me on the podcast Instagram, I did post an announcement about the technical difficulties I was having. So you guys should totally follow me on there if you want to see all the updates and what's going on outside of me posting. The username is at with podcast. I was posting reels on there until I got everything figured out and I will definitely have it linked down in the show notes as well for you guys. But on the bright side, we finally hit 8,000 followers on Spotify. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate every single one of you that tunes in every week to listen to my content. I gained like 200 followers overnight. I have no idea how. I'm thinking it might be because one of the reels that I posted on the podcast Instagram, it went sort of viral, like nothing crazy, but it got 12,000 views and I think a little over 2,000 likes. So I don't know where you guys are coming from. Like I can see my insights, but I cannot see like where the traffic is coming from, like how you guys are finding the podcast. I don't know if you're finding me through Instagram, or if I'm recommended on Spotify, maybe Apple podcast, but like 95% of my listeners are from Spotify. So I have no idea. Actually, I just thought of this, I'm going to put a poll underneath and you guys can tell me how you found the podcast. I'm actually really curious about where i should be promoting and advertising it and how you guys are finding me so yeah definitely let me know so now we're going to do the weekly affirmation if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what i'm talking about in the beginning of every episode i share an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note so today's affirmation is i focus on the ways in which i'm blessed instead of the ways in which i'm stressed This one actually goes so perfect with our topic for today. So I'm not going to go super into detail about it right now until I finish the weekly favorite and jump into what we're going to talk about. So yeah, stay tuned for an explanation on that. I promise I will get into it a little bit later. But moving on to the weekly favorite, if you guys are new and you don't know what I'm talking about, every week I share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. I'm going to be so real with you guys. I honestly couldn't think of anything for this week. The only thing that I could think of was me going thrifting. I love thrifting so much. It's become such a hobby for me, but I go through phases where I will go a lot and then I just randomly stop and I get tired of it. I think it's because whenever I go, I really take my time and it's like a whole ordeal it takes up so much of my day like I will literally be in the store for three to four hours just sorting through every little thing and some days I'm just not feeling up to it but the last time I went I don't know what it was but there were so many good things like I literally hit the jackpot there was Brandy Melville Urban Outfitters Fashion Nova there was some Shein, but I didn't get any of that I didn't really like the Shein clothes but anyways um there were clothes from Boo Hill and even more that I can't think of. I also got like athletic sets, but I must have went at the perfect time. I don't know if like nobody sorted through it before me. I have no idea, but I got an entire card of things for like $20. It's insane. I just, I love thrifting so much. I'm such an advocate for it. Like you save so much money and you're saving the planet at the same time. So it's a win-win and it's just fun. I don't know. I love seeing all the random stuff there. And if you're creative, you can put so many pieces and so many cool outfits together and make decor for your room or your apartment if you're crafty. But yeah, I just love it. And that is the weekly favorite. I went on an entire tangent. But anyways, maybe I'll post a haul of everything I got. But yeah, we're going to get into our topic for today now. So as you guys can see by the title, today I'm going to be talking about hustle culture. And I think this topic is really important to share on my end because this podcast that I run is all about self-improvement and motivation. And I'm always telling you guys to focus on school, Barb, stay in school, focus on your mental health and your physical health, focus on your career, and actually get up and make positive changes for yourselves and work hard. But I don't want you guys to take my advice and motivational pep talks in the wrong way and think that I'm telling you guys to work so much that you're completely stressed and burnt out, feel guilty for taking time off to relax and spend time with family and friends and live at such a fast pace and focus on the future so much that you can't even enjoy the current moment you're living in. That's not my intention at all. I think life is about balancing the two and learning how to do that. And I actually experienced burnout myself a lot if I'm being completely candid with you guys. I took this entire week off of work. I had some vacation time and I didn't even go anywhere. I just needed a mental health break because my job has just been stressing me out so much. Like not to complain, but we're just always short staffed. I'm always doing three other people's jobs and I'm not getting paid extra for it. We're all being micromanaged and it's taking a toll on my mental health because I'm there the majority of the week. And I had finals last week and I was stressed with those as well. And I felt like I didn't have time to do things that I actually enjoy and I like to do. I felt like work in school was just completely taking over so I took a week off to enjoy time with friends enjoy my first week of summer break relaxing focusing on the podcast and I feel so happy and there's nothing wrong with taking breaks there's nothing wrong with needing time off for yourself and me before I I would have made myself feel so guilty for doing that because I'm just naturally a hard worker and I like to keep myself busy and I used to think that me taking breaks was just being lazy and a slob and I was going to get behind and not get where I needed to be. But I had to teach myself that it is more than okay to take breaks, live in the present, do things for me and not let work become my entire life and my entire identity. And I think hustle culture can be good in some ways. You know, it definitely motivates people to work hard to achieve certain things, which I think is great. I don't want to make it sound completely awful because there's pros and cons to everything, but I think there is definitely a toxic side to it. I think a lot of people see videos on social media and they compare themselves and their progress and where they're at and... They feel ashamed about their life. They feel bad about, you know, still working a minimum wage job or still working a nine to five, still driving an average car, not having all the clothes and the jewelry and the house and the car and the body. And you're constantly seeing pictures and videos on social media of people that are in the top 1% and you're comparing yourself to them. And I've seen hustle culture videos where they purposely like pray and they target average people and use negative reinforcement instead of encouragement to try to make people feel terrible about themselves and their own lives and not being as good as them. And it can be really detrimental to your mental health and your self-esteem. So I'm going to be talking about the unhealthy side of hustle culture and how to not fall into that trap if you're on a self-improvement journey yourself. So the first thing that I'm going to be talking about is comparison. And this was something that I did a lot. Like when I was in high school, I would never compare myself to the girls in my school or the girls my age. I was comparing myself to literal Instagram models. Like I would scroll through their pages and I would see them on private jets, in Bugattis, on these beautiful resorts. They had designer shoes and handbags and clothes. They were on yachts. Like they just had everything that I wanted to have. They had the lifestyle that I wanted. And I would feel so incredibly bad about myself after doing that. I'd be like, I'm still in high school. I'm still working as a hostess at a restaurant. I can't travel like them. I don't have the same opportunities as them. I don't have as much money as them. I wish my life was like that. I'm so behind. My life sucks. But then I realized, dude, You are 16 years old, comparing yourself to women that are probably 25. Like, do you realize the age gap? I was literally in high school, comparing myself to women that were almost 10 years older than me and had so much more life experience than me. And I realized you don't know how long it took them to achieve that lifestyle, you don't know their background, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors, you don't know how they're maintaining that lifestyle, if somebody else is funding it, you don't know how many hours they are working in a day, you don't even know if this is real. If their bodies are real, if the background is real, or if it's photoshopped, if their faces are real, or if they're edited. Like, social media is not real life. It took me so much longer than it should have to realize that. And I've seen so many people say that Instagram models will literally buy handbags and clothes just to take pictures in them, and then they'll return them. I've seen so many people say that half the private jet pictures you see online, they're taken in a studio on a set. It's not even real. Like, I'm pretty sure there is a studio in LA that you can rent that looks like a private jet, and you can take pictures in there for your Instagram for like $50. And it looks so real. I think David Dobrik posted a video of him doing that if you want to go see what I'm talking about. But my mind was just blown after seeing that. Like, I had no idea that people even did that. And a lot of people will rent out cars that aren't even their own to take pictures in them and flex on the internet. A lot of people will rent out Airbnbs and apartments to pretend that they're theirs. I've heard that some Instagram models have all this money for designer bags, but they don't even have money to order DoorDash or food. And this is not me being bitter and a hater. I'm not accusing all of them of doing that. And I'm not trying to bash them. But I'm trying to show you guys that what people are posting on social media is not always reality. It's not always their real life. I think there's a documentary on HBO called Fake Famous. I've never seen it because I don't have HBO, but I saw clips of it on my For You page and I watched the trailer on YouTube and it basically exposes the links that people go to to fake their lives and make their lives look so much better and so much more extravagant and luxurious than they actually are on the internet. Like the whole documentary talks about how people buy followers, likes and comments and how people fake what they're doing and where they're at. I'm pretty sure they staged a luxury vacation on the documentary and it looked believable. And they staged themselves sitting on an airplane, like pretending that they were going on a trip. It looks really interesting. You guys should go watch it if you have HBO and let me know if you liked it since I can't. (laughs) But that just goes to show you do not know what is going on behind the camera like I said I had no idea that people could fake being on a private jet my mind like couldn't even process that I had no idea that people went to these great lengths to basically fake their whole identity and act like someone that they're not and they have so many followers looking at their page and comparing themselves thinking that that is reality when it's not and it's terrible for their self-esteem But after finding out all of that information, I realized that I don't know anything about these people's lives, so why compare myself to them and their success? A 10-second clip that I'm seeing on someone's social media page is edited. It's romanticized. It's a highlight reel. You're not seeing the lows that that person had to experience to get there. And I'm guilty of doing this as well. I think we all do it to some extent on social media. Like, if you looked at my Instagram, you would probably never guess that I went through some really rough stuff in my life, and I had a really... what's the word not so enjoyable childhood (laughs) you would probably never know that I grew up with very little money and my mom was an alcoholic and etc I don't really want to trauma dump on you guys but you get the point Because my entire Instagram is pictures of me traveling and eating at nice restaurants and dressing up and going to cute locations. Same with this podcast. You guys are only seeing the final edited result. You guys are not seeing me record the episode in my pajamas half the time with a face mask on. You're not seeing me stay up super late to write the script when I get off work. You're not seeing me stutter and lose my train of thought and have to retake the clip 10 times. Or when I started this podcast 10 months ago with no equipment in my bedroom. You're seeing the perfect end result, but you're not seeing what it took to get there. You're not seeing my lows and my mistakes. Same with other content creators on the internet as well. So once I realized that everything is not as it seems on the internet, I stopped comparing myself to other profiles online because I realized that I don't know how they achieved their lifestyle, how long it took them to get where they are now, what they had to go through to get there. And it's none of my business, honestly. Like, why compare myself to them? It's their life and their journey, not mine. It might take somebody one year to make a career on social media. It might take me five. Everybody's journey is different. And I always say this, but comparison is the thief of joy. If you're always looking at other people's lives and putting all that energy into what somebody else has that you don't, and you're putting all that energy into trying to be like them instead of focusing on your own journey, you're going to be so unhappy. And I saw a quote on TikTok that really resonated with me. It said, sometimes I get sad, but then I remember I'm living in at least one of my answered prayers and I am who I once wanted to be. Like, I could compare myself to someone else on the internet and list 50 reasons why I'm not on their level and focus on the negative and say they have so many more followers than me. They have so many more views than me. They're living in a nicer house than me. They have more money than me. They have this life and I don't. Or I could think about how far I've come on my own journey. I could say I started this podcast 10 months ago and I have 50,000 downloads. Eight thousand followers i'm listened to in over 100 countries i've opened so many doors for myself and i've experienced so many beautiful opportunities such as traveling to new places and modeling for new brands and people i finished college i've landed some really cool brand deals such as working for good american i got a brand new car this year i've achieved every single thing on my vision board this year And that really puts things into perspective when you realize that you are living at least one of your answered prayers or manifestations and you are the version of yourself that you once wanted to be. Like I would get down on myself sometimes, but then I realized I am exactly the woman that I looked up to when I was younger and I wanted to be (laughs) like younger me would think that I'm so cool for being the most authentic version of myself and being bold and going after the life that I want. And that might sound really cocky, but I honestly don't care. I want you guys to feel that way about yourselves too. Like you are probably doing at least one of the things that you once wanted to do and this is where i wanted to explain the affirmation of the day i focus on the ways in which i'm blessed instead of the ways in which i'm stressed if you're only putting your focus on what you don't have and what you haven't achieved yet instead of recognizing yourself for your accomplishments even if they're small you're going to be operating from a lack you're thinking from a limited mindset instead of living in abundance You're going to fall out of love with your passions because they're going to start to feel like a chore to you. You're going to start to feel obligated to do these things because you feel like you have to, not because you want to. For example, me focusing on the ways that I'm stressed would be me saying, I have to put out an episode this week because so-and-so has a bigger audience than me and I'm never going to get to their level if I don't continue to post. That is a limited mindset and operating from scarcity. But me focusing on the ways that I'm blessed would be me saying, I've come a really long way on my journey and I've accomplished so much on this platform. And me posting another episode this week would get me one step closer to my goal. I'm focusing on what I can achieve instead of what I don't have. And I'm not resenting the fact that I have to make content because I'm not where I, quote, should be. I'm doing it because I love doing it, not because I feel obligated to. So just be really careful about how you are speaking to yourself, what content you're consuming, and what creators you are following, who you're comparing yourself to. I always say on the podcast to follow people that inspire you and you look up to. There are many creators that I follow in the self-improvement category, and they inspire me so much because they use words of encouragement, and they make me feel good about where I'm at and how far I've come while still striving for more. And I think it's important to follow people like that instead of people that will make you feel bad about yourself. Like this is kind of controversial, but I think a lot of the red pill creators, I'm not saying any names, but I'm sure you guys can assume who I'm talking about. I i like that they're encouraging men to improve themselves. I think that's great. But some of them are just so hardcore and so discouraging and... I feel like that makes a lot of men feel insecure and inferior if they aren't like quote alpha males with six packs and in the top 1% working every single second of the day, driving Bugattis and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm kind of going on a tangent and I'm going off topic. But do you guys get what I mean? Like creators flexing what they have while telling their audiences that they aren't as good as them and they aren't on their level can be kind of harmful in my opinion. So follow people that make you feel good, encourage you, lift you up, and don't ever compare yourself to what you're seeing on the internet. Like I said, you don't know these people. You don't know their lives. Their journey is not yours. No two human life experiences are exactly the same. You're not going to end up exactly like them. And I'm not saying that to be discouraging, but everyone is different. Your life is not going to be a copy and paste version of theirs. You're only seeing the highlights of their lives. Most people are not posting on social media videos of them working late nights, videos of them crying from how stressed and overwhelmed they are, videos of them when they were broke, videos of them starting their business in their mom's basement or in their garage. You're only seeing the final result. You're only seeing the best moments and the peak in their career. If you struggle with comparison really badly, you guys definitely need to watch my episode called The Comparison Game, How This Is Killing Your Happiness, if you haven't already. I think that one is really good and it will be really helpful for you guys. But yeah, I don't want to make this entire episode about me talking about comparison. So if you want to learn more tips on how to avoid falling into that i suggest you guys definitely listen to that one once this one is over so the next thing that i wanted to talk about with hustle culture is burnout and I feel like with hustle culture, people push the notion that you need to get up at 4am every single morning and run 20 miles, you need to take cold showers every day, never touch a car, work every single second of your life, never have a social life. And I'm here to tell you guys that you can still be successful without doing all of that. Like a lot of people will hear all of those super hardcore tips and jump right into doing them without slowly training and adjusting themselves and they get burnt out and they quit. And what might work for someone else might not work for you. Like for example, I've never been a morning person. I've always been a night owl. I usually go to bed around like 12 a.m. and I wake up at 8 a.m. because I'm not getting home from work until 10 p.m. every night and by the time I eat and get ready for bed, it's very late. And I just don't like getting up super early. That's not how I operate. Like, sorry. But just because I stay up really late in work and they get up really early in work doesn't make them any better than me. I still work very hard and I get stuff done. Our schedules are just flipped and I'm doing what works best for me. I know that me getting up at 4 a.m. is just not realistic. It's not going to last long term. And I'm not going to come on here and lie to you guys and say that I do because, you know, that's the stereotype of what self-improvement speakers do. I don't think that you have to follow an exact blueprint to reach your goals. I think that you should follow the routine that works best for you and makes you the most productive version of yourself. If you know that you aren't capable of getting up at 4 a.m. every day, then don't force yourself to. Get up at a time that's reasonable and works best for you because if you're just following a routine because somebody else told you that you need to or you feel like you're going to fail in life if you don't, you're going to dread doing it and it's going to become a chore and you're going to get burnt out like what I was talking about earlier. It's not going to be sustainable, especially if you've never done it before and you don't slowly adjust yourself. But I know that 8 a.m. is a good time for me. It's reasonable and I can manage that every day. So I actually look forward to getting up and starting my day at that time. Whereas if I forced myself to get up at 4am, I would literally hate it and that routine would not last for me. And I probably wouldn't be as productive because I would be exhausted and miserable. Same with the notion that you need to work all the time and not have a social life or relax. A lot of people in hustle culture will preach that Going out with your friends is going to ruin your progress and you shouldn't waste your time watching Netflix or scrolling on social media. And I agree with that to some extent. Like I think clubbing and drinking with friends excessively and always mindlessly scrolling on your phone and watching TV in your bed all day can definitely hinder you from reaching your goals. But there's nothing wrong with doing it occasionally and working your schedule around that. Like these people act like you need to work from dawn to dusk 24-7 and it's just not healthy. Like it's more than okay to have a social life and see your friends once in a while and not feel guilty about it. And it's more than okay to watch netflix or go on tiktok for an hour to unwind after work it's not going to set you back and you're going to feel miserable if all you do is work and you never make time for family or friends or just doing things out of pure enjoyment or to relax like i said i took this week off work and i've been spending it with friends and i feel so good i feel like i have so much stress and weight lifted from my shoulders and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that And there are so many business owners and entrepreneurs that have everything financially and their careers are going great, but they're so unhappy because they don't have time for their family. They don't have time for relationships. They don't have time for friends or hobbies because they're constantly working. So I do think it's important to be productive and disciplined, of course, and work towards your goals. But I also think it's important to have that balance between your work and your personal life. Like, you could have everything financially, but how is that going to feel when you don't have anyone to share and experience it with? If you're always missing holidays, birthdays, weekends, your kids' sports games, or whatever. I've heard so many celebrities say that materialistic things mean nothing, and money doesn't automatically make you happy. It's family and friends first. And... This also ties to what I was saying earlier about how social media is not always what it seems. These people that are flexing how glamorous and luxurious their lives are, they might be totally unhappy behind closed doors. They might be very depressed because they're missing out on all the fun in their lives, and they can't see their family because they're always out of town, or their relationships are strained because they're too absorbed with their work. This is so random, I literally can't, but have you guys... Ever seen the Christmas movie Elf with Will Ferrell? That's all I've been thinking about while recording this segment. I don't know. But if you guys have ever seen the movie, you know the dad was like so miserable and obsessed with his job and he never made time for his family and he missed out on Christmas Eve and he had no relationship with his son. That is literally the prime example of what I'm talking about and what you don't want to end up like. He put his job above everything else in his life. But anyways, at the end of the movie, he quit his job to spend Christmas Eve with his family and that was a little lesson of the movie that family comes first and family is more important than work and it was just a cute christmas movie but anyways (laughs) that just goes to show that like he had everything financially he was at a high-paying corporate job making good money living in an apartment in nyc but he was so unhappy because work consumed his whole life and that's all he had time for um Yeah, so anyways, I'm done going completely off topic. I just wanted to throw that out there and give you guys a little example, (laughs) but we're going to get back into it. And the people that preach on the internet how you need to work 24-7, never take breaks, never take time off, I don't think they realize how unhealthy that can be. Like, it's not good to be lazy all the time and do nothing, but it's also not good to work yourself to death, stress yourself out, never sleep never recharge and just become a workaholic. Studies have shown that it leads to burnout, anger, depression, and anxiety. Like that's not good. You need that balance. You need time to rest. You need to prioritize your mental health and self-care as well. If you're only prioritizing work and putting that above your own needs, everything else in your life is going to start to fall apart. Life doesn't always have to be you just jumping from one stepping stone to the next. You always trying to reach the next milestone. It's okay to just relax and live in the present, which is something that I had to learn myself. It took me a while to learn that. Like I'm a chronic self-improver and I always tend to focus on my future and what's ahead of me instead of just living in the present and enjoying my current self and my situation And it's okay to not work 24 seven and just live your life and relax. So my point to all of this is to do what works best for you. Don't just follow a routine because somebody else told you that you need to do that. If you don't wanna work 15 hours a day, then don't. If you don't want to get up at 4 a.m. every single morning, then don't. If you want to scroll on social media for an hour a day to just relax, then go for it. If you want to go out with your friends this Saturday, then do it. I still do all of those things and the podcast is going great. It's still growing and I really think that it's because I balance things. I think that I'm even more productive and my craft is better when I take breaks rather than force myself to work when I don't want to or I'm not feeling it and then just put out mediocre work because I don't I don't feel like doing it, you know? If I'm feeling burnt out, I will take a day off to relax and recuperate. If I'm feeling uninspired, I will scroll through social media for ideas, and then I come back and I feel super motivated and ready to go, and I feel excited to work. There's nothing wrong with taking breaks and taking time off for yourself. In fact, I encourage it. Like today, after I'm done recording this episode, I'm going to go get dinner with one of my friends, and it's a nice little balance. I'm working for half the day, and I'm relaxing the other half the day, and that's how I like to operate. So what I would recommend is figuring out what routine works best for you. Ask yourself, what is a reasonable time for me to get up in the mornings? How many hours can I work in a day? How much time can I spend at the gym? How much downtime do I have? How much time do I have to spend on my side hustle or my business? What time should I go to sleep every night? How much time do I have to spend with my friends and family this weekend? And write your schedule down in a planner and do what works best for you. Don't just go on YouTube and follow someone else's routine because they told you to. We all have different schedules. We all work differently. You might work a 9 to 5. I might work from home. You might have a 45-minute commute to work. I might have a 10-minute commute. You might have kids to take care of i might not so what i do might not be ideal for you it's all about finding the routine that works best for you instead of blindly just doing what somebody else is doing so the last thing that i wanted to talk about with hustle culture is the definition of success i think we all see videos online of people with yachts and these huge mansions and nice cars and we think that that is what success is but is it really I think the definition of success is subjective. What is your definition of success? It might just be graduating college and landing a job. It might be having a family and living the American dream. It might be opening a small little boutique and running your own shop. It might be, I don't know, living on an island by yourself. It might be living in a van, driving across the country and seeing the world. I think we all have different definitions of success and happiness and what someone else has or is doing doesn't have to be what you need to do. If someone is running a seven-figure business and it's doing well, that's great. But is that what you want to do? Is that what will really make you happy? Or are you just doing it for the money? Are you just doing it because you feel pressured to? That's a really important question to ask yourself. Like for a while, this is so embarrassing, but... (laughs) I was looking into drop shipping and investing because I fell into the trap of hustle culture. I was seeing so many videos online of people making so much money from doing that and I actually considered doing it because it was like a get rich quick thing. But then I realized I don't even want to do that. It doesn't interest me. I don't care about it. I'm not passionate about it whatsoever. And I don't even know the first thing about it. And the only reason I was even considering it was because of the money. But I know that I would not enjoy it. So why do it? Like, I literally had to sit down with myself and be like, you don't even want to do this. Do something that you're actually passionate about. Like, I knew that I would be so miserable and it wouldn't last. I wouldn't do it long term. And I've always known that I love social media and I could monetize it. So I went with that. It's something that I'm actually passionate about and I really enjoy it. I've been using social media since I was 10, and I've always loved watching and creating content. I knew that I wouldn't get tired of it, and I've stuck with it for 10 months and counting. So honestly ask yourself, what makes me happy? What is my definition of success? Not my parents' definition, not my friends' definition, not the internet's definition, not society's definition, mine. What do I want my future to look like? What makes me happy and ignites a fire in my soul and keeps me going? I feel like society puts a lot of pressure on us about what our future, quote, should look like. A lot of us feel like we need to go to college and work a nine to five, or we need to get married and have kids, or we need to work a certain job and make a certain amount of money, or we look at other people's lives and we feel like we need to be doing what they're doing. And... I definitely felt that pressure in high school, but I realized that I wasn't happy following the traditional path and doing what society and my family expected me to do, so I decided not to, and I'm happier than ever. Like, I honestly love recording these episodes every single week, and I feel blessed to be able to monetize something that I already love doing, and I really encourage you guys to do the same. Don't always just take outside advice. I mean, it's fine once in a while, but actually ask yourself deep down inside, what do I want out of life? And do that because you're gonna be very unhappy if you just live your entire life trying to please everyone else and be like everyone else and just always do what is expected of you. So that is all I have to say for this episode. I really hope you guys liked this one and it was helpful. I know that this was something I needed to hear a while ago. I also fell into the trap of hustle culture, and I felt like if I wasn't working and being productive all the time, then I was going to fail or disappoint people or not be successful, and I turned out just fine. I've learned in life that if you're stressed about a situation, you're either A, going to figure it out eventually, or B, there's nothing you can do about it and it's out of your control. And I spent so many years stressing about my future that I kind of missed out on Living in the present and just enjoying the current moment. And I really wish that I could go back in time and relive those moments and just tell myself that everything is going to work itself out. And I don't want you guys to feel the same way that I did and the amount of stress and pressure that I was putting on myself. And I don't know, I was just always looking to hit the next milestone and reach the next goal. And Life passes by so quickly. I cannot believe that I'm 20 already, about to be 21 in December. It's like insane. I still feel like I'm 16. And I just, I spent so many of my teen years worrying about graduating high school, then going to college, then getting a car, then getting an apartment, getting a job, getting married. And I've learned that those things will come. You just can't rush them. You're on your own timing. And God or the universe, whatever you pray to has a plan for you and you just got to go with the flow and roll with the punches and you will be okay. You will achieve everything that you want to achieve eventually. But if you guys made it this far, thank you so much for listening. It means the world. If you liked today's episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you guys followed the podcast and turn on the notification bell so that you guys know when I post next. Also, if you could leave a rating, I would be so thankful. Ratings really help with the algorithm and it helps people find the podcast on Spotify. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can actually leave a written review. I didn't even know that until a few days ago. So, if you guys want to leave a little um written review, that would mean everything to me. I downloaded Apple Podcasts the other day just to see how many ratings I had because I was curious, and I literally only have 3, which is fine because like I said, 95% of my audience is on Spotify and I think I have like over 300 ratings on here, but that will definitely help with my reach and people finding the podcast on Apple. And like I said earlier, all of my socials are linked down below if you want to follow me and connect. I love getting DMs from you guys and topic requests and things like that. So yeah, you should definitely follow the podcast Instagram. It's been growing kind of quickly, actually. I think I made the account like a little less than a month ago and we're almost at 200 followers already and my reels are getting a lot of views. So yeah, thank you so much. But Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you guys next week. Bye.